My dear brother priests, our dear provincial leader, Sister Rosario Tyson, our dear jubilarians, their relatives, friends, and benefactors, my dear reverend sisters, my dear people of God. It is my great joy and honor to be with you this morning and to be asked to be the presider and homilies of this diamond, golden, silver profession jubilees of our dear sisters. Sister Crisanta, Sister Guadalupe, Sister Preciosa, and Sister Julita are celebrating their diamond 65th profession anniversary. Sister Crispina and Sister Sophia are celebrating their golden 50th profession anniversary. And Sister Marilyn and Sister Maria Virgo are celebrating their silver 25th profession anniversary. All members of the Mission Congregation of the Servants of the Holy Spirit. We often associate diamond, gold, and silver with something that is precious and valuable. Indeed, our jubilarians are very precious in the eyes of God and in the eyes of people because they have lived and responded generously to their vocation. The sisters and I had a friendly sharing last Monday, May, May 29. We had a very enriching exchange. Each of our jubilarians has her own unique vocation story, and yet they were one in saying that the Lord is the main reason why they have reached this stage of their lives. It is because of God's faithful love which lasts forever. They know that their lives are in the hands of God. Sister Preciosa, Precious, <laughs> who celebrates her 65th profession anniversary, is now 96 years old. She's the only one left among seven siblings. Her twin sister, Sister Concordia, was a pink sister. Sister Preciosa was assigned in Africa for 12 years and worked as a pharmacist and medical technologist. But then he, she was forced to come home after she got malaria. She worked for many years at Lourdes Hospital and also in a hospital in Binmali, Pangasinan. Sister Crisanta, sabi niya sa akin, Sister Cris na lang po, hindi pa santa. <laughs> so she finished her high school uh, BS Chemistry and taught for 45 years in Spain, Indonesia, and here in the Philippines. She taught at San Carlos University in Cebu City. She also taught in Quezon City, Tarlac, and Batac, Ilocos Sur. She is now 92 years old. 
Her experience of God's caring love and fidelity is just intense and continuous. Sister Guadalupe, she comes from a family of religious relatives. She has some relatives who are bishops and priests in their family tree, like Bishop Bienvenido Lopez, the newly elected appointed bishop of, uh, you know, uh, Antipolo, Bishop Stud Santos, is related to their family. They are nine brothers and sisters, and only three are still living. She is now 93 years old. She's thankful to her alma mater in Malolos, where she met the Holy Spirit sisters. Later, she developed her love for music and graduated from the College of the Holy Spirit with a degree in music. She taught in Spain, stayed at the Generate in Rome, and I was still in Rome, had several assignments in the Philippines, in Malolos, Tarlac, Bohol, Iligan, Abra, and Lawag. She considers it a great blessing to be able to provide music for the liturgy every day. It's unfortunate that Sister Julita is not here, and yet she studied at San Carlos University, where she received her MA degree and doctorate in biology. She spent about 30 years in San Carlos University, where she taught and did research and experiments. She was also in Taiwan for 10 years. She always had a passion to teach, and later on, she transferred to the provincial house. She is now 93 years old and takes on life with a smile. She's very kind and gentle. She always had a passion to teach, and later on, as I said, she was moved to Quezon City. Sister Crispina, she met the Holy Spirit sisters in Loire while teaching in their school. She is a teacher by profession, and she celebrates her golden profession anniversary. She taught in Abra, Calapan, Mindoro, Malolos, Santa Isabel, Bulacan. She considers her commitment as a source of joy and fulfillment in her vocation. Sister Sophia, also related to uh, the late Bishop Sanchez, she studied with the RVM for high school and finished her college at the College of the Holy Spirit. It was her father who was a devoted church leader who inspired her to embrace religious life. She taught for many years and also worked in five parishes after taking courses at the Center for Family Ministries at the Ateneo de Manila University. She is now involved in a foundation that supports 90 scholars. She takes an active role in social action and counseling people, especially the poor and the overseas workers and their families. Sister Marilyn, she worked for six years as an accountant. Then she entered religious life 
and worked in Vietnam for 17 years and 11 years in formation work. She also worked in an orphanage. Later on, she got involved in integral ecology and teaches catechism to the youth. Sister Maria Virgo. She comes from Indonesia and she learned mission when she entered the convent. She made her first profession in 1998. She worked with the Mangyans Mindoro and studied at the IFRS where she finished BS in religious studies. She's involved in formation work and worked with the indigenous people in Tarlac, Cagayan Valley with the Agtas. Normally the uh, Aitas, they are called Kulot because of their kinky hair. The Agtas Unat, big sabihin, yeah, straight hair. Ako, hindi unat, hindi kulot. Okay? <laughs> and also worked for, in Australia for four years. All of them experience intensely the faithful love of God in their vocation and missionary journey. They never felt alone. God was always there. Through God's love, mercy and grace they have managed to persevere in spite of trials and difficult situations the lord through the power of the holy spirit has given them strength patience and guidance throughout their religious life what is their secret uh -uh. they were always attached to the vine jesus their lives became productive and fruitful because of their union with Christ the Lord. Today, what we celebrate is God's fidelity to those whom He has called. He will always be there for them. What they do is not of primary importance, but it is more of their disposition. God will always work out His way through them. God does not promise a rose garden to those who follow His call, but God uses people to reveal His goodness, patience, love, kindness, generosity, and wisdom through people. Our jubilarians have been tested in many ways. Some had difficult assignments like Sister Marilyn who worked in Vietnam, Sister Preciosa in Ghana, Africa, Sister Maria Virgo with the indigenous people in Mindoro and Tarlac, Sister Crisanta in Spain, Indonesia, and other places. In the first reading, St. Paul teaches us that he prays for us so that we may be strengthened with the power through the Spirit in our inner self, and that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith, so that we may be grounded and rooted in His love, and that we may come to know and be filled with the fullness of God. Indeed, through various apostolates, 
our dear jubilarians have been a blessing not just to the congregation of sister servants of the holy spirit but to the different communities and people they serve not just in our country but also in mission territories we cannot just imagine neither can we measure the impact they have made to the people they work with especially the youth a lot of people remember those who are self-sacrificing those who work without expecting any return or reward our dear sisters have given themselves in their different assignments whether it was in their quiet apostolate helping out the poor marginalized and simple people or teaching young people in a school or parish they found joy in serving in spite of the difficulty in understanding some cultural patterns of the people they were ministering to for according to sister laura montoya epegui the first columbia saint jesus needed bold brave inflamed women in the love of god who could assimilate his life to that of the poor inhabitants of the jungle to raise them to god just as saint people considered everything to be rubbish or of no value because of his desire to be totally united with jesus likewise our jubilarians were clear in seeking for the pearl of great price the real and lasting treasure their vocation like saint paul they know that they have finished their course and their entire attention now is on the finish line until they meet god and reach their life's fullness in christ jesus our jubilarians also acknowledge the mercy of god they are aware that during the past 65 50 and 25 years the lord has been pruning them even before they entered the religious life some were being pruned when they encountered difficulty even with their own relatives who tried to discourage or to stop them from following the call of jesus and yet they were persistent nothing could stop them because they knew that their life would be fruitful only if they were totally attached to the lord who is divine because of their dedication and self-giving their lives have been fruitful through the years and indeed god has been glorified in them many benefited from the fruits they have borne 
in their sacrifices for the love of God. As St. Arnold Jansen tells us, the love of God is the source of all joy and all peace. As we thank God for our jubilarians, we pray that the Lord will bless them all the more in the days to come. Indeed, they are an inspiration to all of us. They have remained faithful to Christ all these years in their religious life. May the Lord continue to bless them now and forever. Amen.